Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. I'm not somebody who seeks out and searches out for credit, okay? But uh, there is a desire there for credit for a lot of people. And Dan Campbell, I don't think he searched for credit. But I've seen a lot of this, these stats with, you know, the Lions finished 8-2 and two last year. You know, they're 3-1 and one this year. That's 11-3 and three in their last 14 games. They dominate the Packers for the most part yesterday. And Jared Goff doesn't get a ton of credit. And remember, Jared Goff helped uh, turn around the Rams. And his rookie year was a bit of a disaster. But then after that, it took off and end up in the Super Bowl where they lost to the Patriots. Granted, didn't score a touchdown in the loss of 14-3, lost to the Patriots. And uh, fell out of favor shortly thereafter with Sean McVay. They end up trading him for Matt Stafford, which felt like and was, by many people's estimation, an upgrade. Rams bounce back, go to the Super Bowl, and there's Jared Goff left in Detroit. Right? Doesn't get a contract extension, and you're just trying to figure out, what's the deal with Jared Goff? So um, Jared Goff yesterday, after winning the Thursday night football game against the Packers, summed up the game this way. Yeah, obviously, Joe was an unbelievable. It's complimentary football. That's what the good teams do. You know, you, I make a bad play, they hold them to three. Uh, you know, they get a turnover, we score points. That that type of stuff, and it's what the good teams do. And uh, again, our defense played great. And um, you know, you'd, you'd like to stop being having to talk about responding to stuff and, and being able to like you know get over the hump, but. Um, yeah, our defense kept us in it, man, and uh, it made it really easy for us on offense to continue to run the ball the way we were and know that they were going to get stops. We really dominated the whole game, and it's you know what we expect to do. You know, we, we have a good team, and we have a, we have a good offense, a good defense, a good special teams. We got good skill players. We got good line on both sides. Like we, we should do that at times when things are clicking, like they were in the second quarter, like you mentioned. Um, but yeah, it, it's something we're comfortable with, and, and we know who we are. And but got to keep doing it. It's it's hard. It's every every week's going to be hard. Next week will be hard. So got to keep going like this. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Jared Goff, okay? So Jared Goff also, he went on Amazon TV after the game and he kind of got on to Ryan Fitzpatrick and said, uh, you know, oh, you said I'm a poor man's Matt Ryan. I mean, here's the thing. 
Matt Ryan was a good quarterback. Now, I'm going to disagree with um, – um, I'm going to disagree with the narrative that that Matt Ryan is a Hall of Famer. I, I, I don't necessarily see that one coming to be. I just – but Matt Ryan's a really good player. He was a league MVP. They did go to a Super Bowl. Um, I, here, here's a question maybe for Bayer. I'm – I think Matt Ryan had a better career than Cam Newton. Hmm. Matt Ryan or Cam Newton? I I think it's a bit apples to oranges, but to play along with the game, I would say Matt Ryan. Uh, it's apples to oranges because they played the position so differently. Yes. Like, but I don't it, think... is this, it is the same position in the same era. Yes, but I don't think like I. Just, I've always felt with Cam Newton, it was foolish for us to think that he was going to have a 15-year NFL career. I just, like Matt Ryan had, how many, 16 years, whatever it was for Matt Ryan. Um, So that's why I think it's a little apples to oranges. But if I had to pick one, I would pick Matt Ryan. Okay. Um, What is, and, and where I think you're going with the apples to oranges is and I agree with is that like you can't do the stat thing for the most part because you know what Matt Ryan made up for in accuracy and ability to throw Cam Newton made up with running the football but they're both yep. rookie of the year they were both a league MVP they both went to one Super Bowl um, the difference is in length of career although it should be pointed out that those those latter years in Atlanta, right? If you cut up, cut him off at the ten years in one place, he ends up with a far better record than the what is he, he was one oh two, one twenty and one oh two in fourteen years. You know, it's like ten games even more, like mm-hmm. thirty games above five hundred if you cut out those last because he had a seven and eight, four and twelve, seven and twelve, and then obviously four, seven and one in Indy. Um but they had, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, six double-digit win seasons. Cam Newton, and again, like, I agree with you. You can't judge stats. He had three in the same amount of time. Three in Carolina. And they're in the same division. That's the other part. In the same division, at the same time, both won Rookie of the Year, both won MVP. So really, I, I, Jen, I that just kind of just came into my came to my head when we were. I knew we were going to talk about Matt Ryan, and I don't think either are Hall of Famers. I actually think Cam has a better shot to get into the Hall of Fame. I think Matt Ryan was a better quarterback by most people's estimation, and I rather would have had Matt Ryan as my quarterback in his career, as physically dominant as Cam Newton was in his prime. Uh, be, because I you I think you win more from the pocket. From the pocket. Hmm. Anyway, like, look, I think the comparison, it's comparing somebody to somebody who's a probably one notch below Hall of Fame player. One notch below Hall of Fame player is not a bad thing, right? Is there anything bad about that? I mean, that's where, I don't know if you ever get this buyer like in your, in, in your, in your mentions, like, oh, you just want to be a cowherd. Like, it's, there's the worst people in the world to be compared to than Colin Cowherd.
They just want to be Rome. Um, I don't know. Jim Rome's done pretty well for himself. You know? If you want to name some guy, some local guy who was on the air for like a year and then got bounced, I, I understand, you know, Jay Stu, we talked about this earlier, that the poor man's is is supposed to be a shot. But again, if you want to call me a poor man's Matt Ryan, you're like, all right, cool. By the way, Jared Goff, he hasn't been a league MVP. He wasn't rookie of the year, but he has been to a Super Bowl. And my guess would would be that all of his numbers will be slightly less, including wins and losses, than Matt Ryan. He is, in fact, a poor man's Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan was, you know, he was the picture of efficiency. He was smart, good guy, nothing to, nothing to worry about, you know, never the highest paid guy in the league, a little bit better than maybe the public thinks he is, but not necess- not, not close to being the top. Like, yeah, I think that's about right. But isn't it the knockoff version, like the, you know, the, it's not Coke or Pepsi, it's, what's it? You Cola? Know, RC yeah. Cola? Yeah. RC Cola? Yeah. Fago, uh, yeah. I think, is the this is how, store brand. Well, it's a store brand that's different. This is how Merriam-Webster defines what a poor man's is. Someone, such as a performer, who is like another person in some ways, but not as talented or successful. Yeah, that's what he is. Oh, but, but that's it, not a compliment. But it's meant to be an insult. I understand it's meant to be an insult, but it's not really an insult when you do Matt Ryan. And and I would also, you know, does Fitzpatrick know it's meant to be an insult? I know he went to Harvard, but we assume that everybody went to Harvard. Every word that comes out of their mouth is that of genius and brilliance. And sometimes, like, yeah, because I also think that things don't necessarily mean what Merriam-Webster meant them to mean in common speak. Like if you said he's just he's a Matt, he's like Matt Ryan only not as good. He's like slightly not as good as Matt Ryan. You go like yeah I kind of see that. Do you see that? Am I wrong, guys? Well, it seems like you have two two facts here that uh, Fitzpatrick meant it as an insult and Goff took it as an insult. I don't think he meant it as an insult. I think he meant it kind of matter of fact. I think we think he meant it yeah. as insult because he went to Harvard, so we think I, that everything he says <laughs> matches with Merriam-Webster's Mer, uh, dictionary. I, for, for what you laid out, if Fitzpatrick would have said he's a poor man's Joe Montana, then I think you're going like, okay, all right. But the conversation that we just have here about you know, Matt Ryan, and it's that's not meant to disrespect Matt Ryan, but it completely is disrespecting Matt Ryan. I think that's where Goff's like... Okay, like it's one thing to take like an all-time great and be like, okay, your your game is kind of like this person's, but maybe not up to that level. But when you're going to the level down, where you said Matt Ryan isn't a Hall of Famer, I think that's probably why Jared Goff takes offense to it. No, I I understand again, and Jared Goff not a dummy either, and. We automatically like look. I, I've I've told people this all the time. We overreact. People overreact when you say the word mediocre. Mediocre to most people means bad. Mediocre in the dictionary definition means average. Average is not bad. Average is average. Right? It's a mediocre performance. It was an average performance. But if you say how was your performance? Mediocre. Be like whoa. What did we do wrong? Like it was mediocre. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. It's mediocre. But again, that's the dictionary definition, and things don't necessarily go by the dictionary definition. 
I think what he meant was he's a slightly lesser version of Matt Ryan. And now he could have backed it up, as you said, Dan, and this would have been probably better. Like people have been killing Matt Ryan. You know, people don't think that. But Matt Ryan's borderline Hall of Famer and he's not a borderline Hall of Famer. He's a notch below. But that's you can make a lot of money and be a good, solid quarterback for a long time. We like let's not talk ourselves into Jared Goff being awesome. Right. Right. Nobody's saying he's awesome. Just kind of go through the, was he better than Jordan Love last night? Sure, but he had a lot more protection, but okay. In that division, would you take him or Kirk Cousins? you take Kirk Cousins. And Kirk Cousins has never been seen as a top five, top ten quarterback, even though he's probably going to throw for 6,000 yards if he sticks with the Vikings this year. So he's he's in the, you know, what did we say last hour? He's in the 15 to 20 range? That's mediocre. That's average. That's right in the middle. If Pat Mahomes is an A, he's a C, that's fine. You can win a lot with a C. Just don't turn it over, which he doesn't do. Again, maybe this is my screwed up way of looking at the world. But because I, and maybe this is, I've had people, you know, call me, whether broadcasting career or basketball career, a poor man's version of, and maybe it was intended as an insult. Maybe it wasn't, but Again, if you compare me to somebody who, like, yeah, I, I actually think that's about right, and I'm a slightly lesser version of, like, okay, that's fine. You know, he didn't compare him to, I'm trying to think of a, you know, Chad Pennington, who I actually loved, but Chad Pennington just didn't have a straight start, you know, strong arm and was really more, felt like more of a backup than starter or a, uh, what was the what was the Dartmouth quarterback who started for the Miami Dolphins? Um, Jay Fiedler. Jay Fiedler. <laughs> good right? pull. Right, Jay Fiedler. Good pull. Like, what if Ryan Fitzpatrick's like, yeah, you're just a poor man's version of Jay Jay Fiedler? Like, you know, Ivy what? League quarterback, backup, sometimes starter. Like, yeah, I can see that. What about if he said he was a rich man's Jay Fiedler? Rich Completely Jay Fiedler. turning the tables. Be like, ah. Uh-uh. Thank you very much. Take that. <laughs> uh, Ramos's laugh is a poor man's. Um, uh, what was the guy who was the guy used to uh, sit on the couch for Johnny Carson? <laughs> Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon. You know, poor man's Ed McMahon with that laugh. Yes, yes, indeed. But Ed yes, McMahon's indeed. a legend, though. Legend, right? Right. right. Yeah. So it's got to be somebody lesser of a legend. Like, yeah, then that the would guy? be an insult. What about if it was Seton then from Dan be, Patrick? Yeah, he hears his laugh, laugh a lot. That would be not as... <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect example, yes. I know, but I, Matt Ryan's not Seton. He's not Ed McMahon. Right? I don't know, man. Seton's held in pretty high regard in our industry. Seton's never been an MVP or concern, Rookie man. of the Year. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. Coming up next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios, my five for five. Five picks, college. Five picks, pros. Then we bring in a pro. Chris Felica will give us his picks. All of that upcoming next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. But for others, a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. And I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. So go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me, TireRack is the experts. That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Football fans, be sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio every Saturday and Sunday morning. Three hours before kickoff, the countdown to kickoff is presented by BetMGM. They'll walk you right up to kickoff on both Saturdays and Sundays and hit all of the key storylines with all the best bets. You can listen to Countdown to Kickoff weekday mornings. We, excuse me, weekend mornings, my bad, beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern on Sundays, right here on Fox Sports Radio in the iHeartRadio app. Let's get to five for five. I want winners. Well, we got them. Five NFL, five college. Five on three. One, two, three. Five. It's five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Let's go, five. All right, our five for five. Let's start in college football. Clemson's taking on Syracuse, and a lot of people are down on Clemson because the Tigers, well, they lost to Florida State, and they lost to Duke. But if you remember the Duke game, of course, you know, two block kicks, two fumbles inside the 10. Um, Even the Florida State game that, frankly, they had won last week, if not for an untimely turnover. Taking on a Syracuse team that 
Okay, look, they're 4-0 on the season, but let me give you the wins. Colgate, Western Michigan. The Purdue win on the road's a good one. And Army. Now, this is going to be a zoo at the Dome, and uh, Clemson, of course, comes in as, believe it or not, a six-and-a-half-point favorite despite being 2-2. Two and two. Clemson is a superior roster. Clemson does have good quarterback play. Clemson, though downtrodden and out of the national championship race already, only in game five of the season, in week five of the season, Clemson's going to win. Clemson's going to cover in the Battle of Orange in Syracuse, New York. Colorado's taking on USC, and I understand it's very easy to be down on USC's defense because, at times, they've given up big plays, even to the likes of San Jose State, not as much to Nevada, who's not particularly good, or last weekend to Arizona State. But one of the curious things that happens when you create a buzz, and there's an absolute buzz about Colorado football, that's undeniable, is you start to get everybody's best shot. Right. Everyone gets their neck cleaned for this game by neck clean. You know, you go get your clippers, get your neck all cleaned up, use that straight blade razor to make sure you look good. And when USC wants to be great, they are Colorado. They're just beaten up. And look, they probably should have lost to Colorado State. It wasn't like they were dominant over uh, Nebraska. Nebraska's quarterback shot himself in the foot. And yes, they beat TCU, but they had to have two. Uh, timely turnovers in the red zone by TCU in order to pull off that win. Again, not trying to diminish what they've been able to do, considering three and a half was the win total, but I'm just being realistic here. They get USC's best shot, and that's not a good thing. USC's going to win. USC's going to cover. Now, as for the 73, man, that's a big total. That, that's a that's a big, big total, especially considering the altitude that does become a factor and the fact that USC, if they get an early lead, a little bit like Oregon, even though Oregon said they weren't taking the foot off their gas, they will. I like USC and the under. The total right now is 73, and the line is 21 and a half. If it drops below 21, then just go crazy on USC. But I really like USC and the and the under. Kansas takes on Texas, and KU continues to have just a remarkable, remarkable year under Lance Leopold, who last year rose them to prominence, and they brought back a good portion of the team this year and are healthier at quarterback. Um, they're 4-0. They're taking on Texas on the road. The total is 61.5, and the uh, the line is 16.5 in favor of Texas. And remember, this is a Kansas team that beat a good BYU team. Uh, they also beat Illinois earlier this year, so it's not like they played all, you know, rummy competition to this point. Um, on the other hand, Texas is on a, just playing on a different level. They go into Baylor, who's not great this year, beat them 38-6, to wasn't competitive. Uh, they had Alabama's defensive backfield completely and totally lost. Uh, yes, you could you could wonder about how excited they are about taking on uh, taking on Kansas when Oklahoma is next weekend. That's the dreaded look ahead game. But I I just think this team feels like they're wired a little bit different. I like Texas to cover that gigantic spread against Forno Kansas. Okay, here's a curious one, right? Iowa, uh, Brian Ferentz is their offensive coordinator. And, you know, he's got a 
what, averaged 25 a game, and they got to win seven games. And last weekend, they had four first downs. But they're traveling home to take on Michigan State. And Michigan State, since Mel Tucker was first suspended and then fired, they were beaten 41-7 to and 31-9. to Those were both home games. Now they're on the road. Mel Tucker's officially out. And remember, remember that the way in which the rules work with the transfer portal is be- these players now have, I believe, a month to decide whether or not they want to put themselves in the portal. And you might ask yourself, okay, but why do it now? Or why not play now when you're already committed to the season? The rules are such, if you play four games or less, that can become your redshirt year. It doesn't even count. I don't know how many of the best players from Michigan State play this weekend or what their motivation is. As for Iowa, I mean, the motivation for the coaching staff is obvious, and the motivation for the team couldn't be more obvious as well as they could still get another shot because they don't play Ohio State this year. They don't play Michigan this year. They play Purdue. They play Wisconsin, Minnesota, Northwestern, Rutgers, Illinois, Nebraska. All games they could win. Motivated to do so, 11.5-point line. Give me the Hawkeyes to cover the 11.5-point spread, and to help get Brian Ferentz closer to that average that he needs. Um, an old SEC matchup now in, excuse me, an old Southwest Conference matchup now in the SEC. Texas A&M is taking on Arkansas, and the Hogs are coming off two really difficult losses, close losses, one to BYU at home and uh, last weekend at LSU. And they're taking on Texas A&M, and Texas A&M lost their starting quarterback, but Max Johnson returns. Remember Max Johnson, his dad, uh, Brad Johnson was quarterback for Tampa. And, of course, Max started his career at LSU and ends up at Texas A&M. And last year, he was pretty good when he came in as a backup. Now he gets another chance to be the starter. It's his team. This is a really talented Texas A&M team. And I'm not sure Max Johnson is a, is a bad option at all. Yes, they lost to Florida. There were some calls that didn't go their way and didn't play as well as probably they should have. But there's you go back and look at the film, and there was a couple 50-50 plays. They just did not get the calls and didn't make some plays. Did last weekend against Auburn. I mean, Auburn needed a crazy play even to score 10 points. The defense is dominant, and the offense will be better. 53 and a half. I like the under, and I like A&M to cover. The under and A&M to cover. Let's get to the NFL picks. Uh, let's start with the game being played overseas as uh, at Wembley Stadium. Jacksonville is going to take on Atlanta early in the morning. Jacksonville coming off a couple of losses, obviously to the Chiefs, and then a disappointing one to Houston last week. Now they take on Atlanta, who's a surprising 2-1 and one behind a young star running back, and they have some good talent. I-, I like Jacksonville in this. Jacksonville obviously used to playing games overseas. Jacksonville is better than how they've played. And w- w- what do you always hear about the NFL, right? If you don't like how your team played, wait a week. Maybe it's two weeks, but Jacksonville wins. They cover the three-point line. Rumblings out of Cleveland about the possibility that Deshaun Watson doesn't play because of injury. The line right now, okay, the line right now is uh, the Ravens are a one-point dog in Cleveland. So you may ask yourself, self, who is the backup quarterback to Deshaun Watson in Cleveland if he doesn't play? The answer is DTR, Dorian Thompson Robinson, who's a four-year starter at UCLA and a good athlete and a good college quarterback. And you could say that there's some attributes to how Deshaun Watson used to play running the football. 
And yes, the Baltimore Ravens are completely banged up, and they lost at home after having a big lead to the Indianapolis Colts. That said, you take Deshaun Watson off of this team, and they don't have Nick Chubb, and I don't like Cleveland at home. Give me Baltimore, knowing that there's a strong possibility that Cleveland's not starting, uh, that, not starting Deshaun Watson at quarterback. San Francisco 49ers welcome in the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals have played well in all three games. And um, they were awesome last weekend to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys didn't have three starting linemen, as well as obviously not having digs in their defensive backfield. San Francisco 49ers out for blood. Out for blood. Um, in San Francisco, a 14-point line. Perfect weather. This will be a, a monstrous blowout win for the San Francisco 49ers. Give me the Niners and that massive, massive spread. Chargers take on the Raiders. And as much as it will be a Raider home game in L.A., uh, it hasn't bothered the Chargers when they played in L.A. against the Raiders at all times. And the Chargers, well, they're in need of a, of a home win. Now, they did lose Mike Williams to injury, but outside of that, relatively clean. Meanwhile, um, Jimmy Garoppolo was uh, kind of a mess, right? And uh, he may not play. And then it would be Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell. I just look at the Raiders, and I don't think they're very good. I don't. Um, obviously, you know, you got one great rush end, but the defense isn't particularly good. And I think the Chargers are far better talent-wise. And as much as there have been calls into question over Brandon Staley, you can say the same thing about Josh McDaniels. Give me the Chargers and the five-point line. The Broncos take on the Bears. This one's in Chicago. And obviously, both teams should be embarrassed by their performances last weekend. But I, I got to tell you, I, I, without the starting left tackle with Chicago, throwing Justin Fields back out there, I, I know that Russell Wilson isn't the same guy he used to be, but he's got to be better than the guy that we've seen. And that quit, that white flag that was waved in Denver, uh, this is one of those, if you don't get it right, everybody's going to lose their job. I think the Broncos bow up and bounce back. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites. Give me the Broncos on the road. A little bonus pick for you here in the bonus. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, you got to take the power of Taylor Swift. No, I'm not going to annoy Jason Stewart with the Taylor Swift mention. I just I don't see the Jets being able to score, and the Kansas City Chiefs can score. And they have Pat Mahomes, and the Chiefs do not. I mean, and the Jets do not. They're nine-point favorites. This is an easy win for Kansas City. Protect Pat Mahomes, get rid of the football, and just play solid defense. They will. Chiefs will win. Chiefs will cover. All right, that's it for our five for five here on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Five on three. One, two, three. Five. There it is. Five NFL. Let's go, five. Five college. Five for five with Doug Gottlieb. Boom! It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. We bring him to you every week because he's the best. Bear Bets is the podcast. Of course, you can see him on Big Noon Kickoff. They will be at uh, USC Colorado in Boulder yet again. And uh, Chris Felica joins us now on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I, I want to get to your Bear Bets of the week, but let's talk about the game that Colorado has been the highest rated in terms of TV uh, ratings we've seen uh, the last, I think, two games they've played. And... Again, based upon what you read on social media, the handle on Colorado USC Colorado games has been gigantic. They're once again a three-touchdown underdog, this time at home against USC. Still won't have Travis Hunter. We don't know about Shiloh Sanders. Um, what are your thoughts on the 21-point line or the 73-point total? 73 feels 
feels kind of high. Uh, we, we saw last week, and I know Oregon's defense is better than SC's, but if if Hunter's not out there, and, and I've heard some rumblings that Weaver may not be able to, Weaver hurt his ankle late in that Oregon game last week. I, I've heard he may be out as well. Um, so that, that 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 would really limit what Colorado can do on offense, even against an SC defense, which is giving up some plays. And look, I, I think they kind of slept walked uh, last week in Tempe against the Sun Devils, and I, I think this is an opportunity. And we talked about this earlier at the start of the year. Like typically, when you get kind of a, a mediocre to, to, to subpar team, uh, you're not necessarily getting a team's best shot every week. Like the, the big name teams are kind of just kind of sliding through and just looking to get out with a win. But because it's Deion Sanders and because of all the the hype and the, and the social media and the ratings and, and everything, like they are going to get everybody's best shot. So I, I would be surprised if SC did not come in here tomorrow and, and put up a big number on offense, especially after kind of going through the motions last year, last week, and not looking so great. So uh, I, I would be inclined to to lay the 21 and look at an SC team total over. Uh, I know that number has kind of come down a little bit this week. I think it opened at 24 or somewhere around there, and now it's at 21. So it uh, could, be, could be an opportunity here to, to buy a little low uh, on the Trojans. Uh, and I'll give you a little little inside tip. But you can't. This is for your segment, not for everybody else's segment. That if you get the body clock, oh, body clock, it's early start time. USC lifts twice a week at six in the morning, and they feel like body clock shouldn't be an issue issue for their guys. So they they prepared for this um, all off season and uh, regular season long. Let's get to the Big Twelve, which is kind of uh, calling itself the Big Twelve, but this is an old uh, Southwest Conference matchup, Houston. A disappointing 2-2 two and two against Texas Tech, who lost their starting quarterback for the year. Lost a close one at West Virginia after he went down. But uh, they, they found ways to lose, you know, could have beaten Oregon at home. Had Wyoming, and then there's a two-and-a-half-hour delay. And then they lose at West Virginia after Shug goes down with the, with the broken ankle. Uh, what are your thoughts at home, at home in Lubbock, as what I'm seeing as uh, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite in the total of 52? You never know exactly what you're going to get from a Dana Holgerson coach team. I mean, they're usually a wide range, array of outcomes that you can get. But I think uh, taking on uh, Tech here, a team that he's kind of familiar with and been associated with, been around for a while. Donovan Smith, the Houston quarterback, was at Tech last year. So I think that certainly comes into play as well. He certainly will want to go out and, and prove that he can play. And, and again, the, the, the Tech quarterback situation worries me a little bit. I, I think Baron Morton, the backup, dinged his shoulder, I think, in that game last week as well. So he may not be 100%. If he's limited, then then who the hell knows what, the, what Tech will do with quarterback. So I, I think getting getting the eight and a half points with, with Houston here, despite getting drilled uh, at TCU, I think that feels like the right play. I, I just don't know how good this Tech offense is going to be without Shuck. And everything, the only time they looked like a real functional offense was with Shuck running. And without him out there, I think they're going to struggle. So give me, uh, give me the Cougars plus the eight and a half. Oldest rivalry in the South is Georgia taking on Auburn. They head down to the Plains. Dogs are 14.5-point favorites. Low total, though, at 45. What are your thoughts on Georgia-Auburn? I like the Auburn team total under 15.5. If you go back to the 2017 season, Auburn won the regular season meeting, and then Georgia completely annihilated them in the SEC title game. Six games, Auburn has scored 10-10, 6-14, 
ten and seven in those games. And, and if you look at what Auburn's offense has done this year uh, in the two Power Five games they played against A and M and Cal. 230 yards, 200 yards, three and a half yards to play, uh, two offensive touchdowns, and one of them came on a 17-yard drive. So it is clear that Auburn is really struggling, not only at the quarterback position, but at the offensive line as well. Uh, he, he's rotated four and Ashford in. Like, like they really don't have a chance right now on offense. So I, I found under 15 and a half as a team total to be very attractive. Uh, if it's 14 and a half, I, I think I'd still take that as well, but it's just based on how Auburn has really struggled against this team since Georgia has become the national power that they are. I, I, I forgot to get into it because we started with SC and Colorado, but tonight, big game in the pack as you have Utah 4-0, dominant up front, taking on Oregon State. We don't know about Utah Cam Rising situation. Uh, and of course, Oregon State and DJ Ungalele, but coming off of their first loss of the year at the Palouse, returning home, uh, playing in Corvallis, the the Beavs are a four point favorite, and the total is forty four. Well, you can interpret the line move however you would like. This game is moved from I think three three and a half to four and a half uh, in in the in last twenty four hours. So my 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 sense is I don't think we can expect Rising to play. I, I kind of think like maybe the the bye week next week has been a kind of an internal. Uh, kind of mark all along to get him back out there. So I think the backup's going to be out there again tonight. And, and I think in Corvallis, that's going to be a rough go. I think uh, it's going to be a very low-scoring kind of game. I saw Utah team total at 20-and-a-half. That was what I was, I thought was the most appealing bet out there because I think they will struggle to run the ball uh, against the Beavers, and it's going to be up to the backup to uh, – uh, to, to see what he can do, so I, I would, I would kind of look at maybe Oregon State money line being that the line, being that it moved north of a field goal, and uh, and a Utah team total under. That's uh, that's uh, those are the two things I'm looking at today. Big big game for Oregon State, uh, coming back off that loss. So they need DJ to do well, and maybe they, uh, maybe they even look at maybe get, uh, bringing in Charles for a little change of pace as well, because it, it looks like Uyungle uh, is kind of. Been pressing the last couple of weeks. He started out first couple of weeks really good, and in the last couple of weeks, whether it's been film or whatever, he's kind of taken a little bit of a step back. So, so maybe they uh, maybe they bring in Charles to uh, give a little bit of a change of pace against what is a uh, a really good Utah defense. Chris Felica joining us, uh, of course, uh, he's the gambling expert and analyst for Big Noon Kickoff. He also has his own podcast called Bear Bets. He joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Right, give me a give me a bonus one, kind of off the beaten path pick for this weekend. Weekend in the Sun Belt. There are some really good uh, Sun Belt games. Troy, Georgia State is probably the best of the games. Uh, Georgia State's 4 0. They just beat Coastal Carolina by double digits uh, at Coastal Carolina. And now you're home against Troy, and the line's only one. Like, it seems like a very strange line to have a 4 0 team up a big win at home, and you're only a one point favorite against Troy. And that's before you kind of dive into how good the Troy defense has been and how good Troy has been under John Summerall, the head coach, in these kind of toss-up type games where the spread's within a field goal kind of either way. Like he's been involved in six of them, and they've won five outright. So like he's a really good coach who coached defense under Mark Stoops at Kentucky. I have a ton of respect for him there. Wouldn't surprise me at all to see Troy go on the road 
and that defense travels when they get a win against Georgia State. Awesome stuff. Uh, Chris, thanks so much for joining us, as always. We know your schedule's busy. Love your work, obviously, on TV and on the podcast. Remember, Bear Bets is the podcast. Download it, and uh, it's just information at your disposal to help you in the positive on this weekend. Fleek, you're the best, man. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you, Doug. Have a great week. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. But for others, a wintery combination of sleet, slush, snow, ice, whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com, use the Tire Decision Guide. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Redestein tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. And I don't know if you've heard about this. They bring new tires to your home or work and install them on site. It's a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports. You'll see their Vredestein test results and special offers. They've been doing this for over 40 years. Trust me. TireRack is the experts. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Goff up under center. Single back is Montgomery. Goff takes, turns, gives to Montgomery. Straight up the gut. Fights his way in. Touchdown Detroit Lions. David Montgomery powers it home, and the Lions extend their lead. And the final seconds uh, melting away. Detroit will get into into their victory formation. Time winds down in this game. Detroit wins it 34-20. to Detroit now 3-1. and That's our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They'll be up under your car insurance and home insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more at 
Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Let's get to the press. The press. Dan Byer, what do you got? Doug, with Jordan Poyer out for Buffalo on Sunday, safety DeMar Hamlin is expected to make his season debut for the Bills as they entertain the Miami Dolphins. Uh, unbelievable news. Unbelievable news. Uh, that DeMar Hamlin's going to be back playing football. So, uh, no downside to that story, although, you know, you want Jordan Poyer back at some point in time. DeMar Hamlin's going to have to play now, not just play, but play well. Obviously, that secondary will be challenged. Yeah, the NFL and NFL Players Association today got together modifying the league's policy on gambling, Doug. It now includes a lifetime ban for anyone attempting to or actually fixing the outcome of an NFL game. Also, a minimum one-year ban will be given if you bet on NFL football, and a minimum two-year ban if you are found to have bet on your own team. The league did modify rules on betting at the workplace, something that got Jamison Williams of the uh, Lions a six-game ban. Well, now a first violation will be a two-game ban, then a second violation of that policy will be a six-game ban. Not only did uh, Williams and Nicholas petit Friere be punished under that uh, old rule, they actually will be reinstated on Monday because of these new rules only serving a four-game ban. I mean, look, good negotiations by the NFLPA. I have no idea why the NFL is allowing players to bet on any sport. I just don't get it. A judge in Tennessee has ended the conservatorship between former Ole Miss and NFL lineman Michael Orr and Sean and Leanne Tui. The judge also ruled she would not be dismissing the lawsuit that Orr has filed against the Tui family. Hmm. Well, I mean, let's see what happens with the lawsuit, but the Tuies have done what they said they would do and end the conservatorship. Now uh, we'll figure out you know, were they really fleecing him in the movie deal like he claims they were? couple of quick quarterbacking notes. Derek Carr, questionable for the Saints. They'll make the decision likely tomorrow on whether he'll face the Buccaneers. Jimmy Garoppolo in that concussion protocol. Bryce Young and Anthony Richardson, the two rookies, back in action in Week 4. And Sean McVay says Cooper Cup will be able to start practicing next week, open up, opening up that 21-day window for his return. And that's and the press. Yeah, they're just running back. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Uh, Byer, any big upset you got coming this weekend? I don't know. I, I I don't have anything crazy, but I do think that the Commanders can keep it close against the Eagles. Um, it's a big number there, even after that dreadful performance last week against Buffalo. Yeah, they just can't protect Sam Howell. No. He's on pace to being hit over 100, sacked over 100 times. I mean, you got to protect the kid. And, and it's not like... The Eagles don't have a dynamic pass rush, right? All right, check out the In the Bonus podcast. More picks for you, more genius for you. This is Doug Gottlieb Show. Have a great weekend on Fox Sports Radio. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.